And hello and welcome everyone to another installment of Comic Multiverse Commentary Edition. We haven't done one in a bit, but I figured it was a very special occasion, Matt. It's Halloween time again, and because there's no comic news, I figure we might as well ask our fans what they want us to cover. And uh, they said, hey, we should take a look at Freddy vs. Jason. Yes, they they voted almost unanimously. It was kind of like a 50-50 split because we had this one... And we talked about doing Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil film beforehand, and our fans voted this one because apparently we have a lot of Freddy vs. Jason fans. Yeah, I, I genuinely really enjoy this movie. Like, it's not good, but it's also, <laughs> like, a lot better than certain Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th movies. Definitely, definitely. It's definitely a, a very fun film. Exactly. It's never boring. It's very fun. And you know what? If we didn't do this commentary on it, I probably would have watched it tonight anyway. So <laughs> this works out. Kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> All right. So with that in mind, we got the movie in front of us. I got the Blu-ray here. It's about an hour 37 altogether. So if you have never watched a movie with us before, I'll count us down. Then we hit play and then we basically just all hang out together and enjoy the film. Yeah. Alrighty then, so with that out of the way, we will begin then in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, now. Alright, so the logo is coming up now. New Line Ooh. Cinema, which if people haven't seen it, they should definitely check out the... I think it's like a four-hour documentary on... Mm. on oh, there's there's a four-hour documentary on Freddy versus Je- on Freddy and a four-hour documentary yes. on Jason. One is called Never Sleep Again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Jason one is called. Uh, Crystal Crystal Lake Memories. There you go. That's a good one. So very, here we have very good. Yep. the great, the man himself, Robert England. And this, I couldn't believe this when I looked this up. This is the last time he actually played Freddy on mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, when they did the reboot, they went to, uh, what's his Jack name? Jack Urlaley. Yeah, the, made him terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible. Movie. I, I mean, like, like his performance isn't bad in that remake, but it's a bad movie. It, well, his performance in that film is just like him playing Robert England. Yeah, didn't add a whole lot to it. Yeah, and this is also like the first time where they've properly like, yeah, gone into like Freddy's backstory. Is like, yeah, he's like a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was always just kind of like implied in other ones. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's interesting too. This movie was in development, Freddy versus Jason. For, like, over mm-hmm. a decade. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Jason goes to hell the final Friday. You got the claw coming up through the ground and everything. And then promising, like, oh, yeah, we'll make one of these eventually. But, no, it took them forever to make this. Because the Friday the 13th rights kept changing hands in different studios. And I think they went through something like 14 different treatments. Yeah, there, there was heaps of treatments. There was ones where, like, they were fighting each other. There was ones where they would team up. There, yes. there was there was one particular one where uh goddamn pinhead was meant to show up in it because yeah. new line owned that uh that's right there was, there was obviously the the ash versus freddy versus jason which is made into a comic book yes so hey we got a comic connection i i love when freddy is telling his own story and we actually get to see clips from all the other movies yeah, it makes me want to go back and watch them because I just I've, it makes me rem- reminds me of like all the really cool shit that are in those films, like that giant really like is. snake and everything. Yeah. Even even in the bad Nightmare on Elm Street movies, there were always going to be like some creative kills and some cool mm-hmm. dream stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I would say, by and large, I'm probably a bigger Freddy Nightmare fan than I am a Friday the 13th fan. Not to say that there aren't some cool uh, Friday the 13th movies and some cool kills, definitely. I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that, Main, mainly because, like, the, the Nightmare films knew what they were doing from the beginning. Whereas, yeah. Whereas the fr- Friday films, like, like Jason doesn't even get his, his famous hockey mask until the third, third installment, yeah. and he's not even the killer in the first film. I know, they were really making that shit up as it went along. Oh yeah, boobies, everyone. All right, a movie. We got some boobies in this movie. <laughs> Which was another thing apparently they fought about in making this movie. The big studio heads wanted this to be PG-13, and the writers and director were like, well, how the hell can we do that? Literally 17 other movies in these franchises were all R. What's wrong with you? Yeah, again, it was them wanting to make the most money as possible. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. <laughs> Geez, you know, take two movie monsters, have them fight each other, and have it be PG-13. Surely, you know, that could only work out <coughs> Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> yeah, see, we could be doing that, everyone. This this is definitely the much better uh, horror versus movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This came out around the same time as that, didn't it? A couple of years, yeah. uh, like a year before or something. What was this? This was two, god damn, this was 2003? That was yeah. that long ago? Fuck. Yeah. Maybe it's just because this year feels like it went on for like a hundred years. <laughs> uh, important to note too that uh, Jason in this movie is not actually Kane Hodder, mm-hmm. probably everyone's favorite Jason, who was in like five of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, it's a guy called Ken Kerzinger. Yeah, yeah, who's a professional stuntman in his own right and six five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember in in the in that documentary because they meant they talked to Kane about like him being in there and I think they they initially had him in the film and then like I think the director just wanted to go for something different. Yeah, it's a shame because you. like because he because because Kane Hodder had been Jason I think for or since like part no. five. Yeah, he'd been in almost all of them after that point. Yeah, yeah. Ron, Ronnie Yu was the director in this one, and he freely admits. <clears throat> That he didn't know much about the Freddy or Jason series and that they basically just kind of brought him on as a work for hire thing. And his mm-hmm. deal was is that he just wanted a guy who was big and particularly bigger than Robert England, who's like 5'10", so he could really stress the whole brain be brawn thing. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Yu was an interesting choice for director because, as you said, he was kind Very. of brought on just because, like, kind of a yes man. Just mm-hmm. do what was told. Everything and he he's got a weird like track record of movies because it's like he's he's a Hong Kong director. He's directed like yes. that crappy like Hong Kong like yeah, martial yeah. arts and horror films. Yep. So to bring him onto here is just so weird. And you can Very see that weird. in the fights as well. There's lots of wire work and whatnot. Yeah, there is. Which that being said is why I fucking love the finale of this movie. <laughs> when we finally do get to the fight part, it's pretty goddamn sweet. <laughs> And admittedly, too, uh, Freddy's plan here is pretty solid. Use his power to influence dreams to get Jason to rise from the dead by pretending to be his mother. Yeah, and then, and then control him to, yeah. to to get into kids' dreams and make kids fear him again. It's, it's a pretty solid, pretty solid plan. It's a pretty damn solid premise, definitely. Until it's not, until Freddy realizes, <laughs> oh yeah, Jason is a mindless killing machine. Oops. My bad. I think uh, different versions of this movie, too, is actually supposed to have Tommy Jarvis in it and, like, one of the mm-hmm. girls who survived from uh, one of the Nightmare movies, but that never happened. 
Yeah, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for for a moment there, there was meant to be like all the survivors of all the different films uh, and stuff like that. And yeah, but hey, we get not Jason Mewes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. The guy who who I when I originally saw this film thought I thought it was Jason Mewes, but it, same it's, right. It's not. I, may, I think may, maybe they tried to get him, but he wanted more money or something. <laughs> yeah, because like how how would you write that character into a film who is very clearly supposed to be Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, and then not cast that guy? <laughs> we also get a Destiny Child in this. No, not the famous one. The other one. <laughs> Kelly Rowland, that's the one. We get Kelly Rowland here. Did she ever make any other movies? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know either. Apparently a lot of the women working on this movie actually didn't like, uh, what is it, the director at all, because apparently he kept trying to pressure the main girl into doing a nude scene, even though in her contract she signed there would be no nude scene, so they had to get a double. Yeah, yeah. That's the real horror, everybody, working in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm eating bar mix, too, in case people are wondering. Ooh, what's in the bar mix? Oh, like I'll tell you right now here, we got, uh, what is there, sweet and salty peanuts, pretzels, sweet barbecue corn, which I quite enjoy, but they're murder on my teeth, mm-hmm. and uh, sesame Cajun sticks. Ooh, nice. No, not bad at all. Oh, yes, her whole character trait in this is that she doesn't like her nose and that she wants to get a nose job. And, of course, it gets cut off later. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, kids smoking and drinking and experimenting (laughs) sexually? Jason, no like. (laughs) It is an interesting inverse on the tropes to see, you know, the kids who are so quick to be murdered... In suburbia, though, and to see Jason stalking outside just a regular house. It is, yeah, he's come off of off of Crystal Lake, which didn't happen very often until, like, the last couple of films. Yeah, yeah. God, look at that early 2000s D-bag. Oh, it's great, isn't it? With his jacket and his button shirt. <laughs> doing his, like, uh, much-too-late Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> How you doing? I haven't seen this film in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's full of stuff like that. Like, very dated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much the time it was made. Also, I do believe, too, this is the first time they've done a nightmare movie outside of America that they actually, like, filmed a lot of this in Canada. Oh, really? Yes. In fact, I do believe Crystal Lake is the very same lake from X-Men 2. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so there you go. Another reason why we're doing this on the comic channel, everyone. I actually watched X2 last night. Yeah, what are the odds of that? Well, see if you can uh, pick out any uh, any real estate. <laughs> oh, oh, you kids. Also, why do you have the windows open during a rainstorm, everybody? This is going to split the wood. It's gonna get, get. What if rain starts coming in? It's gonna get everything wet and got yeah, you to clean up. Yeah, kids are crazy. See, they're making jokes about Feng Shui now. If it was today, they'd be making jokes about Marie Kondo. <laughs> 
If it does not spark joy, get rid of it, Jason. Nothing sparks joy for me. Well, get rid that's of it. The, the, yeah, that's the thing. Jason's just been following Marie Kondo's. He, he, he binged her while he was in purgatory. Yeah, get rid of everything that don't spark joy. Which to him is sex-crazed teenagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it's funny how that became a thing for Jason later. Like, that was never, like, openly stated. But it's like, yeah, I notice how he always does kill the kids when they're doing drugs and having sex and having fun. That's why I like Hack Slash so much, because they literally baked that into the lore of that series, where it's like, no, 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 Slashers or Revenants were literally created to serve that purpose. Well, yeah, that, well, that's the thing, that Friday the 13th started that trend of, like... Yep. Like, although, like, how the 80s was just filled with knockoff slasher films of that, and they all, they all had that one thing in common, which was yep. the killer kills sex-crazed teens. Yeah, probably that's just because all teens are sex crazed, but still, it's very <laughs> interesting. Also, how to survive a horror movie. Don't go to investigate anything. No. Which is how I live my own life. Eh, should be fine. Oh, look, an open door. Eh, should be fine. Jason, of course, even though he is 6'5", 300 pounds, he is also a goddamn ninja, don't forget. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a supernatural force, so... Indeed he is. In fact, I actually quite enjoy, in the remake, which again, not entirely a good movie, but they really play with that fact even more that Jason moves in ways that he should not be able to. The, the Friday the 13th remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, like, runs and, like like sets up traps and hides and whatnot yes he does again that friday the 13th remake again not great but still probably better than the nightmare on elm street oh, remake it, they did it absolutely is because it's, it's it's kind it's kind of like a remake of the first film except yeah jason's the killer this uh, this time yes it has the mask it kind of fuses the best parts of the first three together Oh no, someone's showering in the dark, you know what that means. L literally call back to Psycho. You're never safe in the shower. And yes, that was the scene that Ronnie you really, really wanted, so they had to bring in a body double. God damn it. <laughs> I know. Ugh, time for a post-coitious beerus. Hey. This, this guy gets folded up in the bed, isn't it? Yes, he does. It's a great kill. It's a wonderful Jason kill, and it's also a nice little allusion to the Johnny Depp kill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, from that's, Nightmare. That's right. Yeah, which is still one of the best kills I think in all of horror. And again, dying in bed—that's all part of it to try and make them think that Freddy's returned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, good old fake movie blood. Oh, gee, someone spilled the cranberry sauce. <laughs> oh, no. I was making turkey burger sliders, and I needed my cranberry aioli. <laughs> Does no one have a cell phone? I guess it's 2003, so maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, you Matt Damon-looking motherfucker, you. <laughs> Doesn't he look like a young Matt Damon? <laughs> He's TV movie Matt Damon. There he is. We couldn't get the real thing. 
Again, this movie, too, is some more interesting, almost Stephen Kingian layers to it, where it's like, oh, yeah, all the parents and all the old mm-hmm. people in Elm Street are, like, drugging the teens and, like, trying really hard to change history so they don't remember Freddy and everything. Again, clever premise, more so than you normally get in these movies. Yeah, yeah. I am wondering why they didn't bring back, um... I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he was, like, the dad of the f- in the first film, and he was, like, a cop. In, right, in yeah. like, um, where where Elm Street is set. Because right. this seems, like, perfect for it. There's the cops and everything. Uh, maybe at some point he was. Again, apparently there was yeah. a lot from this script that got cut and a bunch of characters that ended up getting fused together. That's true. Yeah. Like, again, the main girl here, Gib, apparently was supposed to be Tommy Jarvis and uh, one of the other characters from uh, Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Which, again, even just the name Gib, that sounds like just some shit they threw together. Ah, what's <laughs> yeah. the new character's name? Ah, fucking no, Gib, I guess. A, a combination of letters from both names or something. <laughs> I do always love, too, you know, all the little camera tricks and perspective tricks they pull in these movies to kind of, like, give you the feeling of, like, oh, are you in a dream? Yeah, you are. Because you never know when you're watching a nightmare movie when you're in a dream or not. I think the tagline for this movie was really good, too, because it was something to the effect of, like, oh, now you're not safe awake or asleep. I like that lit-up coffee machine in the back. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Although, if we're going to be realistic, you can't read anything in a dream. (laughs) So none of the letters should be right. I don't even think they did that in the... Oh, there's a reference to the first film of Nightmare on Elm Street. And all the portraits turn. Nice, Josh. I don't... Yeah, I don't even think they played with that in, in the Nightmare on Elm Street films where you can't, like, read anything in dreams. Yeah, yeah. Seems like an idea they should have played with. I think, like, the only new idea they added to Nightmare movies, and they have not made a new Nightmare movie in a very long time since that remake, was the concept of, like, uh, insomnia-induced, like, micro-naps. Yeah, yeah. Which, as someone who has lived with people who have insomnia, yeah, they basically become narcoleptic and they nod off for, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. They'll be talking to you one second, then they'll be snoring. Get back to Silent Hill. Creepy child with weird facial deformity. Shit. Yeah. There you go. Take a drink. Again, it's been a while since I've seen this, too. Do the Skip Rope girls show up in this, too? Because they're a big thing for all the Nightmare movies. Um, I don't know. Because I, well, I, I do know that... There they are. I, there. Yeah, there. <laughs> Almost on cue. Speak of the devil and they fucking show up. I know this film had a couple of different endings filmed for it. Yes, it did. Again, such a great rhyme. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. I want to know who came up with that. Because this is a brilliant rhyme and it's so simple. I'm going to guess Wes Craven. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, so much of what makes Freddy's works all basically just came from uh, Wes Craven's childhood. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, 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 yeah, again, that documentary t- tells you about how, like, 
Yeah, he saw someone who looked like Freddy or like was dressed kind of similar to Freddy. Yeah, the the hat and fedora. Apparently, when mm-hmm. he was a kid, there was like some old uh, boozy bum who would like stumble down the street at like three in the morning, making a bunch of noise, and would freak him out as a kid. And he had the hat and the everything mm-hmm. and the sweater. Apparently, because it's like green and red, those are like two colors yep. that like the human eye spectrum can like not deal with, mm-hmm. can't see properly, so it, it causes like a kind of like a mirage or like a dreamy sort of look to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes you uncomfortable it's, it's like an uncanny valley thing mm-hmm. like you know it's not right and those things aren't supposed to go together mm-hmm. <laughs> love this dumb motherfucker with his flask oh i'll avenge you guy who got killed in bed dude did you not see he got turned into a human pretzel <laughs> he got folded in half what are you gonna do yeah i'll throw my flask at him you'll see everyone will see Yeah, this guy. Just begging for it to be horror movie murder, this guy. (laughs) Mm. Sheep, you should be counting them. (laughs) I like that, too. The, ah, I'm not quite strong enough yet. Robert England really doesn't get enough credit for his performance in all the stuff he's in. I know, he's he's so good in literally everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Truly underrated performer who basically mastered this role and added something new and different to it every time. Yeah, it's great. Oh, no. And under all that makeup. Yeah, that, that that's the other thing. He, he can emote really well in all of that makeup and mm-hmm. carry himself really well. Oh, yeah. Supposedly, too, they put so much makeup on him in this one with all the teeth effects and everything. When we get to the scene with all the fire later, he didn't even feel the flames and that shit got melted to his face. And it had was, like, really hard for him to take off. Damn. Yeah, there you go. Hypnokill. The stuff from Dream Warriors, actually. We're doing a callback mm-hmm. to the Dream Warriors. Now, who is this guy? He's I saw him in a bunch of stuff. He was a popular character actor for a minute. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know his name, but yeah, he he's in a lot of a lot of different movies as just like a really great character. Yeah, the friend. Yeah, and his and his brother too, because his whole uh, raison d'etre is that Freddy killed his brother. His brother mm-hmm. is Zach Ward. Yeah, Titus's mm-hmm. brother, and again from Resident Evil as well. Yeah, they apparently had this whole like plotline of him and his brother or his brother would was gonna his brother does come back as like freddy comes back as yeah, his yeah. brother and and that scene was like extended it was all like gross because he had like these open wounds on his arms and everything and yeah yeah there's a lot more of that on it apparently again you, you get when are they going to release the freddy versus jason cut matt <laughs> put all this stuff do we need to start a twitter movement <laughs> I think we might need to start a Twitter movement. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure Ronnie Yu's not doing anything. No, that's a good question. What the fuck is Ronnie Yu doing right now? Literally nothing. Like, his yeah. last film was in 2013. Wow. And maybe, I think, maybe he... And I think this, I think this is, was one of his only, like, uh, Western films. Oh, yeah, that's Eastern true. Eastern films, I mean. Brendan Fletcher, that's the kid's name. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, he's a Canadian actor. That's why I know him so well. He's from British Columbia. Uh, he was in that movie RV. Oh, God, he he played Dickens in uh, Tideland, that movie. He was in Arrow as well. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, see, he's getting all the big BC parts, of course. Yeah, he's that guy in Tideland. So he's going to blow up the land shark, which is obviously just a train because he's a crazy guy. Oh, and he's the guy in Rampage, those mm-hmm. uh, friggin' whatchamacallit. <laughs> That's where, uh, holy shit. Yeah, this... This guy is just a very hard-working character actor <laughs> who will just show up and stuff sometimes. <laughs> and he's not afraid to show his ass, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a character actor. I can show my ass. I'm not worried. <laughs> he didn't need a stunt double for that. <laughs> no, no. I do all my own ass-related stunts. Oh, Ronnie, you actually directed Fearless. That's actually a really, really good Jet Li movie. I, I haven't seen it. It's really good. Jet Li said, oh, it was going to be his last Wushu movie. No, it fucking wasn't. <laughs> you lie. Oh, he also did Bride of Chucky, which is probably mm-hmm. what got him this role, too. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. I think that and and this was like the the two films he made in America, I think. Oh, he did Warriors of Virtue, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my, my. <laughs> he did the Warriors of Virtue. Oh, that was that was going to be a big thing until it wasn't. <laughs> this, uh, this scene always got me to, hey, you know, you were just involved in a horrible murder scene. Yeah, but I still just want to go to school, though. <laughs> Maybe maybe this is just me and my own thing with school. I would take every excuse I could to get out of it. <laughs> I, I want to say it might have been one of the one of the treatments or something for this film, or one of like a Nightmare on Elm Street. But there were, I'm I'm fairly certain I heard of like one premise was like Freddy was like fucking with the teens and making making them stupid, like making <laughs> making them like stupid teens. You know you know what I mean. Where they That's would fun. where they would do something like that, where it's like, oh, I've just that, witnessed a murder. I'm just going to go investigate this and all that sort of stuff. You know what that is? That sounds very Cabin in the Woods, is what <laughs> that sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Now, what a good movie Cabin in the Woods is. Let's actually try and give a reason for all these dumb horror movie tropes. That was a great film. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, hey, when are we going to get a sequel to it? Uh, you watched the end of the movie, y'all. <laughs> the world was destroyed. Yeah, it doesn't mean we still can't get a sequel, though. Maybe a prequel. <laughs> oh, no. They're, they're having a moral moral dilemma about drugging their kids. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> You see, you know, it's really uh, all, all, all subtext for riddling, man. You know, we got to riddling up the kids. Maybe the real nightmare was our parents. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> now, nah, the real nightmare was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Again, classic horror movie tropes. This girl is obsessed with her nose. That's her one thing. This girl smokes. That's her one thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got to have one thing. Yeah, and the main character is just your your, your quintessential blank. final girl. Yeah, blank cipher. They make a big deal about her not wanting to have sex because, of mm-hmm. course, the virgin always lives to the end. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, another character actor. Where the hell do I know this kid from? I think he's in that film Fanboys. Yes, yes he is. I think you're right, Matt. I'm sure to all these guys continue to be on Canadian television because that's where this is filmed, so that only makes sense. Oh, yeah, I, I guarantee you that these are all people who, who live in Canada or are from oh, yeah. Canada. <laughs> hey, I saw that dude at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> There's not Jason Mewes. <laughs> it's so obvious that it was meant to be him. Oh, yeah. Jason Mewes, who was totally, you know... Good enough for the hottie and the naughty, but not good enough for this. <laughs> what a weird and interesting career Jason Mewes has had. He, ha he, he yeah, and I'm I'm glad he he's sober now. And it doesn't he, doesn't he like Twitch stream as well now? I believe he does. Yeah, yeah, because we never wanted the sad end of that story that you sure was coming. Like, oh, he got mm -hmm. drunk and crashed his car. Like, oh, he overdosed or something. Yeah, and for a while there, it looked like it was going to go that way. Yeah, really. You didn't want him to be another sad statistic of, like, this is what happens when you give stupid people money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he had razor fame. Again, in, in 2003, what was uh, what was the internet usage? Like, I, I feel like at some point later on, they actually do look Freddy up on the internet. <laughs> well, what was this, 2003? Is this two years before YouTube was a thing? Wow, I'm I'm pr I'm fairly certain there was probably like a YouTube before YouTube thing. Yeah, <laughs> was MySpace around at this time? I want to say it was. Maybe so. It's not like they can just go online and look at you know yeah. Freddy Krueger explained. Yeah. They, <laughs> Ten did, did they ever do believe. that in the, in the the remake? Because the remake was set in like whenever it was made in 2010 or something. I f I feel like they would have had to because yeah, you're right. It's like you couldn't keep a mystery like this going. No. of like willfully. Making your kids ignorant about local history because they just fucking Google it. <laughs> There'd be a hundred true crime podcasts on the Springwood <laughs> Slasher. Yep. yep. A, a Netflix series where they make Freddy hot and try and sympathize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And a hundred hot takes around whether or not that's a good idea. Hey, that teacher, that was Bob Shell. He's the, the producer behind all these. He's... Damn. he's the one who who greenlit all these films and he's he it's so weird he, he started out like he'd sell movies from the trunks of his car like nice. like produce movies and then and now he's like a producer on like lord of the rings and that's whatnot. cool you always love those sorts of uh career trajectories where it's like yeah i started off doing like trashy horror movies and now <laughs> i make prestige pictures yeah that's how I see podcasting, Matt. I make trashy podcasts, <laughs> and then one day I'll get to do prestige pictures. <laughs> also, what high school sick room is this big? I want to know. What high school sick room has magazines that have cosmetic surgery in them? Yeah, really. Very vivid ones, Did, did she, like, shit. bring that from home or something? <laughs> Possibly. Okay, I mean, we're in a dream, but still, the room is real. <laughs> Oh, the one-liners. Freddy Krueger, who became more and more like Bugs Bunny. Meow, what's up, bitch? <laughs> God, look at them big, baggy, early 2000s jeans. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Are so those coming food. back now? I feel like jeans got really tight all at once, and now we're probably ready for jeans to get big and billowy again. 
I want to say they are. I'm sure I've seen a couple of people wearing them. What we'll need not, to come back though are the rave pants. Yes, agreed, absolutely. Tell you what, Matt, let's you and me call the Jinko Corporation <laughs> and everyone else and let's let's get this off the ground. The comic multiverse will be the first show to really start endorsing big baggy pants again. <laughs> yes, we're on a podcast. Yes, you only see us from the waist up. <laughs> we do some ASMR of us like shuffling in, in the Oh yeah. Too legit to quit, can't touch this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Okay, yeah, look, he's looking at, like, freaking microfiche in the library, so no, like, he didn't even go to the internet, this is what he did to research. That just shows the time, like, they, those things barely exist anymore. I know, right, you would have to look really hard to try and find microfiche, because everything is digital now. Yeah. That's so amazing. That again, this is only in 2003, and already this is how old technology was. Like, if you dropped us back in 2003 now, Matt and I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> and we lived through this. It's so weird, isn't it? What do you mean I can't Uber there? What do you mean I can't Grubhub food to myself? Yeah, this was what? 17 years ago? Yeah. What Jeez. do you mean there's no Amazon? I need clean socks and the latest this and that. What do you mean my Netflix comes in the mail? Yeah, oh my god, yeah. What do you mean we're still doing regular DVDs? <laughs> What's a blockbuster? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, we, we know what blockbuster is, it's just not very good. What do you mean I only have the titles that this one super weird, super religious company says I can have? <laughs> I will admit, though, this van is pretty fucking dope. That why, one actually yeah, gets a lot why, of use. Is this, like, a leftover from another draft? They just, like, have this van that has, like, like a sick, like, Dungeons & Dragons painting on the yeah. side of it. It's like, it feels like a leftover from, like, one of the scripts that was, like, from the early 90s or something. Well, I'm guessing the idea is, is that maybe it was supposed to be the brother's van, and if he was killed by Freddy back at the heyday of the movies, that's why he's got such a sick-ass retro van that would be an <laughs> anachronism even in 2003. <laughs> Man, you know, for two escaped uh, guys from an insane asylum, no one's really looking for them that hard. Yeah, yeah, there's like... We haven't had a scene where there's like where like the cops of the town... Are like alerted to the fact that these these two possibly dangerous criminals and they mm. and they like went to a school full of people they were and... yeah they were literally allowed to show up at school they didn't have to sign in or anything you couldn't walk into my high school just off the street oh shit i forgot about the cornfield rave oh yeah small towns this is what you do you rave in the cornfield and how they actually set the, the freddy guy on fire and he actually walked yes. through the cornfield which is pretty cool you ever try running through a cornfield? Not fun. Chug-a-lug. <laughs> why, why is the, like, that guy on like the football team? Yeah, I know, right? He doesn't look particularly like, athletic. Like, like, you look at movies at, like this time, time and you see like all, the, all those like cliche jock characters and everything, mm -hmm. and they're all like like built shit houses. Yeah, they're, not like, this huge. guy. Huge, and there's this this is one fat guy. What what Canadian chess club did you get and throw Letterman jackets on? 
Also, you girls are doing really well considering at least two people in your friend group were murdered in the last two days. <laughs> and like very violently murdered too. Yeah, you know, you gotta get on with your life, Matt. You know, you gotta live. <laughs> I'm just saying, these two girls aren't taking anything seriously, and if they were alive now, they probably wouldn't wear masks. They'd probably be like, look, you, yeah, know, you gotta they, get on with your they're life. Turn, they're turning into Karens. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely. <laughs> look, Jason, take me to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, we're covering it up. Oh, yeah, he committed suicide after a murder. <laughs> and I love, it's not like they give him a silent bob to work off either. It's like, no, let's just steal the character of Jay and just throw him in the movie. Yeah. Like, oh. it's so transparent. I can't think of, like, any other movie doing something like that. Oh. The let's just steal a character. I wonder if that was, like, like if Jason Muses was going to do it. I wonder if that was meant to be the joke. It's just right. fucking Jay. <laughs> right, with no one else around. Yeah, it's, he. what would he do in these fucking films? Mm -hmm. The answer is just smoke a bowl. Yeah, and, and not last very long. <laughs> Though admittedly last longer than other mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, it fits the horror movie trope. You need the last girl, the love interest, the best friend, the stoner, the mm -hmm. nerd. Mm -hmm. They're all here. They're all here and they're all dead. No, no, you never tell them you were in a psychiatric hospital on the first date. That's date three stuff. <laughs> he He's the type of guy, if this film was was now, that'd be in, like, his Tinder bio. Yeah, really, or recently like, released. Twitter handle or something. Yeah, recently released from a mental asylum, you know, no biggie. He'd be Eat, pray, love. He'd be filming TikToks or something in there. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> God, they don't YOLO no more. Oh, yes, I forgot there was a whole side story here that she thinks uh, her mother killed herself, but it was mm -hmm. then she thinks that maybe her father did it, but now it was actually Freddy. Freddy pretending to be her father. Yeah, so there's a whole reason for her to care and be invested in this, which, again, is more investment than you normally get mm -hmm. from horror movies like this. Usually, again, it's just people who fucking stumble into places or have the bad luck to live on Elm Street. Again, I think it was it was the fact they had, like, 15 drafts to work from. Like, you'd pick and yeah, choose, like, different that. things and get it all working. Uh -huh. When was the last, like, actual <coughs> pretty, <coughs> pretty big slump? <coughs> Too much salt. <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> oh, God, Freddy got me. No, my own gluttony got me. When was, like, the last big slasher movie? I, I guess that last Halloween movie they made? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that was that was it. Which was pretty good in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, they basically turned Halloween into Terminator, and that's <laughs> fine by me. Yeah. And they're doing, how, it, they're how, doing it again two more times. I know, I cannot believe that. Where it's like, can't you just be happy that you had one actually pretty good movie? Hey, I'm fine with it. If they keep it riding up with this, Danny McBride is still riding it, so. Man, who would have thought fucking Danny McBride actually had such interesting horror movies in him? I know, right? 
then again, who thought Jordan Peele had such good, interesting movies in him? <laughs> I mean, you could call him the modern king of horror, right? With, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Us yep. and uh, the other one. Get Out. Get Out, thank you. Don't know why I couldn't remember that. Well, here we go. Mm. I knew I couldn't trust that man covered in glow sticks. <laughs> and let that be a lesson to all of you. Never trust a man covered in glow sticks. Oh, this is straight up Nightmare on Elm Street right now. Red boiler room. Very claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. Shot in that very uh, kind of disorienting way. Yeah, just run back the way you came. Yeah, really. Just the concept of someone who kills you in your dreams is quite a thing, you know, when you're the most defenseless and there's nothing you can do and logic doesn't apply. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's why Freddy has just maintained for so long. Oh, that's good stuff right there. God, it's such a unique weapon as well. Very. I think, too, Craven said, you know, why why the claw? Why the glove? And he's like, well, what's the oldest weapon, you know, in the universe, probably? Well, animal claws, so there you go. Yeah. He doesn't have the thumb claw. I know in some of the movies he had the thumb claw. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah, that's a big deal. I, I like the one in, uh, oh, the one with his daughter. There. I don't know if it's Final for, uh or what is it, the final nightmare, or whatever it is, but you actually see, like, his wall of gloves, and they're all a little different. Mm -hmm. I like the one from the one that was, like, semi-meta, the, uh, was it, New Nightmare? Oh, yes, New Nightmare, yeah, How yeah. It was, like, it was, like, bone. Yeah, it was, like, bone and, like, muscle and everything. It looked really cool. Again, Wes Craven, master of the meta-textual horror mm -hmm. movie as well. Yeah, he's in that film. I, I kind of wish is. that they were, he, he, he was left in his, like, original um way in that film in the original uh script of the film it was like him and he'd be like driving around in like a van and he had to like <laughs> cut his eyelids off to stay awake yes i remember hearing that because wouldn't you <laughs> this is a great bit too jason Voorhees, <laughs> master of the kill steal <laughs> <laughs> Long before Call of Duty, he mastered the kill steal. I like that as well, though. Like he didn't intentionally mean for that to happen. He killed the no. guy. He, he was meant to. He killed the guy, and he just so it happened because he was using a fucking pole. <laughs> mm -hmm. Very reminiscent of the one from the graveyard mm -hmm. when he was brought back to life as a zombie. Yeah. Is Canadian Jonah Hill and yeah. <laughs> Canadian Michael Sarah, although Michael Sarah is Canadian, I think. Yeah, I think Jonah Hill's no, Jonah Hill's not Canadian. <laughs> All those other guys are. I love they have to make the point of saying he's drinking just pure grain alcohol ever clear. <laughs> <Pfft. laughs> oh, these guys are just asking for him. <laughs> oh yeah because you know if there's like a six foot five monster man 
with rotting flesh. Yeah, let's talk shit to this guy. Also, if he was just a normal dude, you just committed super murder there, Tubsy Wubsy. <laughs> yeah. Though, to be fair, he, he did just murder his friend. <laughs> yeah, true enough. So self-defense. <laughs> true enough. Again, cool ass image, because nothing hurts Jason. Nothing hurts Jason except for New York sewers, which <laughs> somehow turn him back into a little boy. Yeah, the little boy who is also sometimes Corey Feldman? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the fuck's up with that? <laughs> Flaming machete through the chest. Oh, why does every corn uh, uh, field rave end the same way? <laughs> with, with a giant hockey mask flaming guy coming out of the the woods is this like that the farmer's deterrent yeah really <laughs> those kids off my property and i love these guys are like running at jason oh yeah because you're gonna do great when those other guys didn't friggin american teens man you know they're so full of themselves <laughs> jay still alive though <laughs> Oh no, our third friend has died! <laughs> oh, We're wow. having a bad week. <laughs> was he the guy you were talking about? Uh, you know, with the white mask and coveralls? No, 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 that was another guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that line. That goalie was sure pissed off about something. <laughs> even better knowing that it was like filmed in canada as well <laughs> absolutely also i just realized that dude uh has a misfits keychain hanging off his mirror nice there you go again you can find their merchandise and all the freddie and jason merchandise at your local hot topic <laughs> here's here's my question do you think jason knows he's wearing a hockey mask and do you think he just really likes it like why what why is that his favorite why was that the one he went from i don't know well i think it was just there like yeah. how, what's it what's it what, what is it in the canon of the films he had the bag with the one eye yeah and then, and then he, he just picks it up yeah then he just finds the hockey mask and again makes horror movie history just literally out of nowhere <laughs> becoming one of the most iconic images ever now, did you ever see those Hatchet movies? I never saw those. I know they made three of them, and they were, like, pretty big. I know, yeah, I know they were really popular. I haven't seen them, but I, I do follow the director, Adam Green, on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Right on. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. He's, Is he? He's, like, made this whole, like, horror... I wouldn't say universe, but, like, franchise off of, like, the Hatchet films, and he does, like, this, like, semi-meta TV horror show, and... All this really cool hmm. stuff, but I've ne I've never seen the Hatchet films. I've wanted to, but I can't find them anywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. I was looking for them this Halloween. <laughs> Nothing good happens in the van. Get out of the van. He calls it the second base mobile. <laughs> it's time for your drugging. Yeah, really. <laughs> it was a different time back in two thousand three. Wonder what the people are like. 
in the houses around this because this is like the Freddy house. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, right. I wonder what like the, the people think. It's like, oh, there's lots of weird shit happening at that house over yeah. there. Like, like the people who live just next door, because as far as we know, nothing bad happens to the people yeah. who live just next door. Yeah. Oh man, that house is so weird. Back in the eighties, I saw a woman get turned into a dummy and pulled through the fucking front little window. And yeah, oh, that was a weird one. I tell ya. That itself needs to be a horror movie. The people that live next to, like, like yeah, haunted Amityville houses or something. Shit, yeah. Yeah, Weston Hills. Uh, isn't that the hospital where Freddy was born at, I do believe? Because I, because I know they have a whole thing about his mother and everything. Yeah, who was she was like, like a, a nun who was, he was like raped a hundred times or something by like yeah the the son of a thousand maniacs or yeah, something yeah the maniac uh, who, who is actually played by Robert England yes <laughs> yeah they kept adding stuff to Freddy's origin and then mm-hmm. like his stepdad who is a dude played by Alice Cooper <laughs> mm-hmm. yep yep that's another thing that's totally canon yeah I, again it's it's much like much like Jason, how, like, in the first couple of films, he just started off as just, like, like he was, he was, like, a killer, like, he was a pedophile, and he, he mm-hmm. got brought back because of, like, like, the fear people had in him, and Jason was just, like, a kid who was, like, getting revenge for his mother, and then, then somewhere along the line of, like, the fourth film, it just said, oh, we're just gonna make them, like, demons, and, and yeah. ghosts, and, or in, in Jason's case, a weird worm monster that can possess people oh yeah oh yeah god in the final friday with the Mm -hmm. friggin worm zombies which again that's not a great movie i love the beginning of that movie Mm -hmm. when like the fbi comes and just (laughs) shoots the shit out of jason (laughs) they have a sting to to catch jason sting operation (laughs) it's just so cathartic after so many movies where it's like why don't they call the cops well if they called the cops what could the cops do they would need to bring like the fucking army or something and treat it like a godzilla movie (laughs) I always wanted to do a movie, and I'm shocked no one's done this. If they ever gave me the range to the Friday the 13th franchise, I would have it be back at Crystal Lake, and the shtick would be, like, uh, a bunch of local drug dealers are, like, selling meth to, like, a big biker gang, and they're like, oh, yeah, come and meet us at Camp Crystal Lake. No one's there anymore. They think it's haunted. And that way you actually have, like, shitty people Jason's trying to kill Mm -hmm. who may very well be armed and may actually be able to defend themselves. And the twist at the end would be... Either one of the bikers or one of the drug dealers is actually like an undercover cop, and that would be the twist. That'd be pretty cool. That's how I would play it. I like the idea. I don't think they ever really, they never really did anything with it. Whereas, so J- Jason's whole sh- like shtick is that he kills people who are like, you know, having underage sex and like mm. sex crazed teens and everything. I always like the idea that like he, he, he could be seen by some people as like an angel. Yes. Well, again, they play around with that mm-hmm. in Hack Slash, actually. There's, like, a whole cult mm-hmm. that worships slashers, because, like, back in the ancient Roman days, uh, it was, uh, what is it, you know, slashers were made to destroy the cult of Dionysus, who, mm-hmm. you know, was, like, the god of, like, partying and wine and revelry yeah, yeah. and everything. So they did actually make it, like, a religious thing that this, like, fundamentalist cult created slashers to basically kill the hippies of their day. Yeah, you're right. They should totally make... 
if they do a new one, they should make like a socio-political spin on it. I know there was one draft of this film where they was there was going to be like a cult of Freddy, and they were going to be called the Fredheads. Yes, and, I remember that. And too. it was they their, their it faces. Was, they they were the ones who brought Jason back to, right. to like enact enact Freddy's plan that is in this film. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, Zach Ward in a very uh, under <laughs> another really underappreciated character actor here. Why is he in a tub full of soup? Yeah, soup. Mm. Oh, yuck. Ugh. Grilled cheese. Yeah, anything with feet. Anything with feet or teeth or anything like Tendons that. Tendons and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, that's bad for me, too. I also don't like that. The worst part, too, and again, I think we can all relate to this, is when you know you're in a nightmare, but you can't wake yourself up. What does the text on the front of the van say? I couldn't read it that time. It's like a yeah, band name read. or something. It probably is. Ugh, oh, gross. that's gross. That's cool. This this is probably one of the more creative kills in the movie right here. Mm-hmm. It helps, too, that you have, like, three very good actors in this scene, too, mm -hmm. who are not phoning it in at all. No, no, they're giving it their all. Yeah. No no small parts, no small actors. Now, I always wanted a Freddy glove, but I never owned one. I know Hot Topic always sells them every year, like, the really good, like, movie quality ones. Mm-hmm. But then again, too, the thing, it's like, you like Freddy as an antagonist, but it's like, oh, yeah, he's also a child murderer, so maybe I don't want too much <laughs> merchandise. That's why, like, like, like the, his popularity is just so weird to me. Because, like, yeah, yeah he's, he's, like, a cool cool design and, like, character and all that, but then you got to realize, like, yeah, he's, like, he's that way because he, he liked, he liked kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? It's because he's funny is the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can get away with a lot if you're funny, apparently. Well, I suppose they, they did away with most of that sort of backstory, like, pretty quickly. Yeah. Which is why it annoyed me, too, in the remake. They played with the idea where it's like, well, what if he didn't? What if he was an innocent guy who was killed unnecessarily? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, no, no. If you pull the string on that sweater, no pun intended, it all falls apart. <laughs> That police chief looks so familiar. I'm going to look him up. It's driving me insane. The voice is bugging me, too. It sounds like someone I remember. Talking about what we would do with new uh, horror franchises, I had a pitch, too. I think I shared this on Twitter once. If they ever do another Texas Chainsaw, and I'm sure it's only a matter of time before they do, I think they should literally do the Sawyers by way of, like, Trump country, where it's like they're in flyover america no one goes there anymore except for like vice documentary film crews who are like trying to film and record the squalor for like internet hits and they're the ones who get chased around by the sawyers well speaking of that we actually have a texas chainsaw massacre film coming out next year do we actually do we know what it's about is it just um, what it normally is it's a direct sequel to the first one the, was, the, was the, it the original, last one the original sequel? first one haven't they already done that a couple times in this series now? Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> and they've done prequels as well, which were awful, awful films. Yeah. Arlie they, Army is good in them, but still. This one's got me kind of excited because it's, it's being produced by Fede Alvarez, who's the guy who did that Evil Dead remake. Ooh, which was actually pretty good. Yeah, so I, I've got a little bit of hope for it. It comes out sometime next year. I didn't even know it was a thing until I saw it, like, I think last week. 
again, I think you could actually infuse a Texas chainsaw with some really good sociopolitical mm-hmm. commentary, given how it's always kind of been about people from the country versus yeah. people from the city and the fear of the unknown and, you know, where your cell phone doesn't work and everything like that. Yeah, that's one of the few remakes I actually really like. I like that. I think it was made around the same time this was made. Oh, yeah, the Texas Chainsaw one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's not bad, mainly because Arlie Ermy is really fucking mm-hmm. good in it. Yeah. And their leather face is a pretty good design, in mm-hmm. fact. That film, and I think the Friday the 13th reboot, were both produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, his Platinum Dunes company. Yeah, they're they're not terrible. They're not as good as the originals, but they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, well, we're given controversial horror movie takes. I don't actually mind the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. Yeah, and I, I don't mind. I don't mind the first one. The second one's kind of crap. Yeah, the sequel is much worse. They should have left it. When he didn't even want to do the sequel. They, like, drove a dump truck of money up to his house to do the sequel. You know he was meant to make this? He was. He was on the short list of directors, and he couldn't do this because he was doing House of a Thousand Corpses. And I think we're probably all better for it. I like House of a Thousand Corpses. I like that. I like Devil's Rejects even more. In fact, I would dare say Devil's Rejects is probably Rob Zombie's best movie. I'd agree with that. I uh, I had the third one, and I still haven't watched it yet, because like, I know poor Sid Hag died during the development, so they had to rewrite everything on the fly. It's, it's not good <coughs> yeah it didn't look good which is a shame just or mainly because it kind of undoes like that really great ending of Devil's ending Rejects. yeah yeah which is a big problem right there which again might have been fun if they did a twist on it where it's like no 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 they actually died and they're actually in hell mm-hmm Oh no, you were in a nightmare again. I don't know how she, like, at this point she's been in, what, like, three or four nightmares. How is she not, in a run. not like, realizing? Yeah, how does this lady keep falling asleep? Come on, get some coffee, get some wake aids. Again, too, if they ever did a modern nightmare movie, the prevalence of meth, I wonder if that would become a big thing <laughs> where all the teens just start doing meth so they can stay up for wakes on, weeks on end. <laughs> Freddy just gets really pissed off and bored and just leaves. <laughs> or, or what is it, like uh, like the Adderall the kids uh, crush up and everything in university so they can stay awake to study? Well, again, that was, again, I think it was like a draft of this or like a, a later Elm Street film. Uh, the premise was like kids were, were like were aware of Freddy, and they'd fall asleep and go into their dreams just to beat him up. Yeah, because he's and, such a joke. And yeah. I think I think the, the the movie gets started where he like somehow manages to kill one of the kids, and it gives him that little bit of power, and it's enough power to like bring Jason in with him and everything. Which, strangely enough, that does actually, you know, gel with stuff we've seen from the other movies. Again, Dream Warriors, where <laughs> that there are people strong enough who can't fight Freddy in their dreams. Mm-hmm. See, that's what this movie needed. It needed a song from Doc and Where the Dream Warriors. <laughs> oh, this is what, 2003, so it'd, yeah. be, it'd be a Smash Mouth song. <laughs> hey now, you're a Dream Warrior, get your nightmare on, go play.
Isn't Kane Hodder in this film as like a guard? I don't know. Did they get him in for a cameo or am I thinking of another movie? Oh, wait, no, no. I'm thinking of... Yeah, it's the one where the FBI blew up Freddy. Uh, blew up Jason. Yes. Yeah, just leave Jason Muse on his own. <laughs> yeah, really. In this weird fucking computer, computer mainframe room. What the fuck are all these buttons? You're fucking looking after mental patients. Are you sending you them to space computer. or something? <laughs> you, you need a supercomputer. Okay, Officer Doofy, you do you. <laughs> Death by doorman. Yeah, it's nice to know security is so lax here, we can just, you know, kind of walk around. What the fuck kind of place is this? Dream science. They're basically like the frickin', uh, what is it, uh, the, the ones from Total Recall, basically. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you might just dream forever. <laughs> Who would do this? Uh, your dad's name's at the bottom. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Why did I ask? <laughs> oh, yeah, because, you know, it's not like you smoke pot to try and help you fall asleep or anything. These kids really aren't doing a lot to try and stop themselves from sleeping. I don't know, maybe he's cut, up the, cut it up with, like, a bit of crack or something. Ah, there you go. So it just Ooh, makes you that... see weird fucking dogs. Oh, that early 2000s CGI, man. It's not great. Why didn't they just do that as a practical effect? Yeah, because again, it was the early 2000s. We can't do fun stuff like that. Ooh, nice Cheshire Cat hookah. <laughs> again, what the fuck is that, like, Freddy thing meant to be? Like a caterpillar or something? Again, I think it's supposed to be like an Alice in Wonderland thing. Yeah. Ew. That is actually a pretty fun, pretty creepy thing. That's where you just back out of the room. <laughs> yep, I'm done checking out. <laughs> gotta get the drugs gotta get the drugs yeah so their like whole thing is that they're, they're there for these drugs are right yes and it was in the room basically that they came through why did they and not already check? left why did they and not also check also freddie knew exactly where the drugs were yeah. seemingly I've never drunk, dumped drugs before in my life, but here I am. I oh no, just, electricity. You just energized Jason. He's stronger than ever. Yeah, his, uh, his meter <laughs> is all the way up now. He can do a super move now. 
<laughs> I like Jason stopped for a second where it's like, does electricity hurt me or does the electricity bring me back to life? It does both, really? <laughs> My rules are kind of vague. <laughs> Wow, great script there, shit fucker. <laughs> He's gonna knock knock Jason out with mm. raspberry Kool-Aid. <laughs> the best Kool-Aid. Actually, I'm quite a fan of grape and orange, but I mean, everyone wants the red drink. Hey, we're back in the room we started in, everybody. <laughs> How do they not see in the in 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 the room through those windows? There's like a cooked cop. Yeah, really. <laughs> Got to get his bitch lines in there. Which would become the uh what is it? Inspiration for Rick and Morty Scary Terry. <laughs> Now, if I get over there, you better not stick me with needles. Oh, Jason's not worried about needles. Nah. So, yeah, so Freddy's design is pretty much unchanged from what we know, but Jason, they do actually do some new stuff with her. He's got kind of like a jacket mm -hmm. that he doesn't really have before because sometimes he also rocks the coverall, uh, coveralls a la mm -hmm. Mike Myers. Yep. In the remake, he kind of had a coat thing going on, too. He had like a, yeah, he had like a coat hoodie sort of thing yeah yeah you know he's a big fan of thrift stores <laughs> yeah you gotta wonder where he gets his clothes from <laughs> clothes lines yes do you have something an extra extra large for this six <laughs> foot five freak <laughs> now is that audio from the first movie or was that just them recreating audio from the first movie I'm not too sure. In a nice bit of uh, writing, too, here, uh, it's kind of cool how they zero in on this idea that, you know, Freddy died by fire, Jason died by water, so they are kind of this, you know, diametrically opposed duo. Yeah, this sort of yin and yang sort of thing. Freddy is also the ultimate victimizer, while Jason is ultimately a victim, too, which is what mm -hmm. started his whole thing. And no, not only that, like, Jason more or less is a child. Yes, absolutely. Freddy's whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. This is pretty good when he fucks with him and makes him think he has the upper hand when he doesn't. He's <laughs> literally the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Jason has a moment of like, huh? What? <laughs> that doesn't usually happen. <laughs> He's like, oh, now, what is this? This is pain? Absolutely. So, yeah, here's where we start getting into, like, the kung fu wire work. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, welcome to my nightmare! <laughs> Which, again, is pretty amazing considering uh, Freddy's dad is Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the stunt work here is especially cool. We don't get it much here, but later on when they fight at the camp scene... 
when he's like, you know, jumping all over him and everything and doing freaking hurricane ranas. I just found this out recently. Apparently, one of the stunt doubles for Freddy in this for some of the bigger fight scenes is no shit Rey Mysterio, the famous luchador wrestler. Oh shit, really? Yes, which is why when he starts crawling over him later and basically doing wrestling moves, yeah, that's fucking Rey Mysterio. Jeez, that's cool. <coughs> yeah, who also did some stunt work on the side. Talked over it too, but I love the pinball yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a movie called Freddy vs. Jason really only has one job, and that is do the fights between Freddy vs. Jason work, and yeah, they really fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. <laughs> also, Freddy, you've died more times in more ways. You died via pipe bomb. You died when they, like, shone a mirror at you that one time. <laughs> it's like in every movie they invented a new way for him to die. No water. Like one yeah. My literal kryptonite. <laughs> just walk around it. <laughs> and I like Freddy's just putting that together too. Like, wait, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> like even he didn't know that? I mean, water scares him, but it's kind of hard to kill him if you don't drown him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, rope and duct tape. That'll definitely hold them. Oh, absolutely. And again, this is where, like, the tail end of the movie totally becomes, like, a comic book fan conversation. Like, no, yeah, Jason would win if he had home field advantage on Crystal Lake where he's strongest. <laughs> yeah, but if Freddy had time to plan, though, and his utility belt. Yeah, hey, Freddy had prep time. Which, honestly, I'm going to say this. Freddy v. Jason, better V movie than Batman v. Superman. <laughs> There's more thought I, into it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy this one more. Also, when these guys are horrible monsters, it's because they're supposed to be horrible monsters. And, and yeah, it's, it's Jason. Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, again. Didn't Corey Feldman, like, wasn't he trying really hard to put out a documentary there about how, like, Hollywood is run by, like, powerful sex offenders, but he was, like, uh, crowdfunding it and shit? Did that movie ever come out? You, you know what happened? So he, I think it was at the start of this year, or maybe the end of last year, he he, he made it, and he, it, you had to, like, pay to see it. And it was all like it was all like virtual online, like you could watch it from your home, or you could attend this event that he was having somewhere. Right. And so nothing fucking worked, and they of course. And he he claimed his bad management of the whole situation was they were being hacked in real time. Oh wow! <laughs> they didn't want them to see it. <laughs> This uh, this right here is an amazingly artistic scene here of Jason <laughs> walking around, just work a day like, oh, this is my life, just killing kids. Killing kids, in this put, putting them in my weird closet. Yeah, in my weird water closet, literal water closet. <laughs> titty. This is the Blu-ray, I never noticed the ghost titty before, but there it is. <laughs> 
Hey, maybe give Jason a blunt. Might calm him down. <laughs> yeah, Micah. Jason just becomes a massive stoner, stops killing people, just starts living in the woods, tending his marijuana crop. That's the thing. What would happen if he became, like, a sex craze maniac? Like, would he have to kill himself? Yeah, oh, there you go. For <laughs> real? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Does Jason Junk even work no more? <laughs> Is the real question because he's been a zombie, he's been struck by lightning, toxic chemicals. <laughs> is that why he's so upset? <laughs> Fun little recreation here of Camp Crystal Lake when it was actually open. Which we don't see very much, like what was the camp like when it was good? Mm-hmm. I don't think we, re- we actually ever... Like, like, I know you're, like, in the films, like, the camp is kind of, like, open, but this, it's yeah. not really open, because no, it like, always takes place at night. <laughs> yeah, it always takes place at night, and it always looks shitty, and, like, it always looks like the most bargain basement. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, look, they put a burlap sack on his head, like what he has in two. Boy, boy, I sure am happy that I'm getting this very important info dump. Also, when they said that the camp counselors were too busy drinking and having sex to properly protect the children, I never thought they were literally doing it all at once and out <laughs> the open. <laughs> you know, I thought they had a little modesty. I like that image of, like, Freddy in the Camp Crystal Lake shirt. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that is a fun image. I like to think he's wearing, like, those, like, 80s, like, short shorts and he's got yeah, the whistle really? and the long socks and <laughs> time for tetherball bitch <laughs> <laughs> we we they, they never like went back you, you would have thought this would have happened they never went back to like the kids that did this to jason and uh, jason they never yeah never really. saw like jason like some like try and hunt them down or something yeah, yeah, how is that not a movie? You're absolutely right. He's always, like, taking it out on, like, just the other kids in Counselor who showed up. But what about the specific kids? You're right. Yeah, because, like, and they, would, those kids, like, f- like flat out committed murder. Ruined it for everybody. <laughs> in fact, hey, you know, there's probably got to be at least one kid who feels really fucking bad about it as an adult, and that probably keeps them up at night mm-hmm. knowing that uh, they were partly responsible for it. Mm-hmm. That could make it like a really great film, I and mean, you, you set it after all of these films, and they've wi- they've seen like this 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 guy somehow come back from the dead and kill all these people, and they realize that it was because of what they did. You know what it is? You have some crazy person, you know, buy the land that Camp Crystal Lake is on, you know, like move it, and then like uh. Uh, what is it put, put together like a fake sweepstakes thing like come and get a boat and like brings all his friends from camp together for a reunion and have the twist be no i brought you all here and i brought jason's body with me because we all deserve to die it's the only way the curse will ever end we need to die so everyone else can live you hear that new line or paramount or whoever the fuck owns friday the 13th uh, this week yeah fucking pay us you know what it is? You totally David Xanatos that shit. Yes, I moved all of Crystal Lake brick by brick here <laughs> to, I, I, I don't know where movies are filmed, to New Orleans, I guess. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, I moved it all brick by brick here because, you know, we need <clears throat> we need to end it. <laughs> I don't know, it's now, Freddy's dream now. Yeah, doing like a free willy. 
Now, now how do we revitalize, uh, ooh, I love the red demon face that he has mm. just for a couple seconds here. That's a really good look. Yeah, oh, he looks so satanic. Pointy ears and... Uh, pointy teeth, so good. Again, another rule we've established that if you get woken up there, you can bring Freddy into the real world with you. Now, uh, so, so we've already revitalized all these franchises, Matt. How do we revitalize the Nightmare franchise? Because, again, we had the remake, which its big problem was it didn't do anything new. How, how, how would we do something new with this series in a day and age of technology? And I think, honestly, more insomnia. <laughs> again, I, I like that, that, that premise they had for one of the scripts of this where, like, kids are going into their own dreams to beat the fuck out of... Right, because kids aren't scared anymore. He's old He's old hat, literally. They're like, fuck you, man. We got creepypastas. Yeah, fuck you, boomer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Just a bunch of millennials dunking on Freddy Krueger over yeah. and over again. Stranger danger. I heard you murdered and molested a bunch of kids. I'm going to get you canceled on Twitter, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a serial killer, though. I'm already as canceled as you can be. <laughs> Or, like, he just can't, like, make kids afraid anymore because they're like, man, I lived through a time of virus and the rise of fascism again. I'm not scared of you, fucking fry face. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he's got to, like, up his thing. Oh, you know what we do? We take a page from Borat, so it's like, you know, Freddy Krueger needs to, like, adopt a new young apprentice and teach him the dream magic that the dream demons gave him. So it's kind of like a Rocky and Adonis Creed. <laughs> <laughs> We make it like a weird fucked up sports movie. Like he meets like a young, like incel Columbine kid. And he's like, ah, yeah. oh, yes, I like you. You show potential. That's what you need to do. What if you get off the forms uh, there, kid, and stop listening to Joe Rogan for a minute and get in these dreams? <laughs> there you go. New line again. Boom. We just gave you a brand new fucking franchise right there. That took us two seconds. <laughs> Speaking of Borat, man, that new Borat movie was shockingly good. Wasn't it, was, it? it was really fucking good. <laughs> like, first off, it's a comedy sequel that's actually almost as funny as the original, which is super <laughs> weird and never happens. Yeah. And not only that, it's, it's kind of heartwarming. Yes, it was. That, uh, that actress who plays his daughter, holy shit, she is just fearless in her comedy. She is going to be the next big thing, I can just tell. I really hope she is. She's really damn good. I looked her oh, up, and she's only been in like a handful of things, and it's all yeah. like like uh, uh, foreign films from uh, whatever country she's from. Okay, I love that where he stabs him with the American, American flag. flag. America, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, hey, sometimes you don't get the big kill. Sometimes you just get stabbed by a bookshelf, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what ends you. Oh, no, my arm. That's a pretty good shot, too, with the fire and bringing him into the real world. Sure loves bitch, doesn't he? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, his eyes, England's eyes. Even like, the soundtrack. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, this is this is in real life. I remember the, the actress was meant to have, like, some line that was in the trailer, and it wasn't in in the movie because it was like something specifically for the trailers 
something about the flight of the century or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't all the trails. Yeah, didn't they have like a boxing thing, like a weigh-in yeah. for these two yeah. in Vegas? They really made a big deal. Oh, this is fucking great here. Oh, I love that. Oh, god damn, that's cool. Now, now it's just a wrestling match, and I love that. Oh, Jason from the corner. Again, <laughs> I'm just remembering the names now. Oh yeah, Linderman. Also, hey, for a horror movie, the one black person didn't die first. Does she die even? Oh, yeah, she gets, like, killed by she does. Jason. Yeah, but she hangs in longer than any yeah. black person in any horror movie normally does. Yeah, right to the end. <laughs> yeah. They they do kill Linderman, and I think the other guy's name was Something Berg, so they kill two Jewish guys in quick succession. Aww. We liked him, I guess. <laughs> I he wouldn't was know. Fine. We, we, he didn't have much character development. I mean, he was a nerd. He was fine, I guess. He he also admitted to not being a virgin because he paid for it, so it's fine. Though I bet he wishes he didn't now or he'd still be alive. <laughs> I don't know if he'd still be alive. <laughs> eh, true enough. Yeah, it's final girl, not final guy. Oh, yeah, I forgot she has this whole scene of basically emasculating Freddy Krueger <laughs> so her friends can escape. And I mean, she's not wrong in her assumption. Make, making it weirdly racial there, Freddy, but it's also a reference to one of your lines from another movie. Ooh, early 2000s, we could still say that word, oh my. <laughs> it's a different time. <laughs> Ooh, different time and place, ooh, yeah. I mean, Freddy is a bad person, no doubt, but let us not throw that around now. <laughs> like Get it, because it's I about like, penises. I like in the background, there's like... The, the the implication that they're, I don't know, subdividing Crystal Lake or something. That never, yeah, never, really. never once factors into the film. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sure it did at some point in development. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Uh... I, like, I like the, the, the machete didn't even cut her in half. It was just basically just knocked her. Hit her, hit her hit at full speed into a tree. Goodbye, Kelly Rowland. We probably won't see you again until Beyonce at the Super Bowl when the other two Destiny's <laughs> children got to come out under the stadium. <laughs> oh, so that's where she was keeping them. <laughs> she went from that ah. this film to that Super Bowl. <laughs> he hit her so hard. I'm sure she had a solo album and everything, don't they always? You know what? I'm not even going to lie. I really love the new metal soundtrack. <laughs> it goes well it's... with, like, Freddy, like, like face-kicking yes. Jason and, and it doing nothing. And, like, jumping Absolutely. all over him and it just doing nothing because it's fucking Jason. Yes. That, that, I'm pretty sure, was Rey Mysterio <laughs> with the kicks and the elbows yeah. and everything because that's very similar to shit he did in the ring. 
<laughs> Even this bit with like the torpedoes is just like very creative. This is, yeah, this is like something you'd see in like a wushu film or very or much some, so like, Hong Kong action film. Yeah, this is some kung fu hustle shit right here. <laughs> Man, that's a good movie too, kung fu hustle. It is. I haven't seen Shaolin Soccer and the other ones that that guy has done. Shaolin Soccer is good. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's Tony Montana. <laughs> oh, the rebar. Oh, shit. Because, like, that would actually do that to you in real life, too. <laughs> but Jason don't give a fuck. This is just a mild inconvenience. Because, yeah, historically in these movies, it takes way more to kill Jason. Yeah, yeah, Jason's basically a tank. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, Freddy, like, he's, cut off his head or, like, shoot him into space or something. Or, you know, drag him under the water. I feel mm -hmm. like they defeated him by dragging him under the water, like, in three different movies. That was how they beat him. Yeah, yeah, they chained him under the under the lake and it kept in there because yeah, yeah. water. Yeah. What kind of construction oh, site is it? Like, this just seems like such a dangerous. Why is there like a giant ramp and? Yeah, are they building a roller coaster? What are they doing? <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> hey, you know what they should do? They should have uh, the next Friday the Thirteenth movie have an eco message to it because of uh, rising sea rates and everything. There's more water in the world now <laughs> than ever. So Jason, Jason can't is... go go to so many places. <laughs> He's at a major disadvantage now because there's too much the water. The lake has gotten bigger. <laughs> yeah, or something like that where it's like, oh, Jason's body has, like, oh, gone somewhere. The current. Yeah, like, what is this, like, seven dwarves shit here with the minecart? Knocks them all the way to the dock. Yeah, which was, like, look how far away it is. <laughs> You know how this movie worked too, right? And how it was ultimately pretty even in its portrayal of mm -hmm. Jason and Freddy? It's because the Freddy fans think that Jason was overpowered and the Jason fans think Freddy was overpowered, so you know it was just right. Mm -hmm. And of course, as any comic fan can tell you in a versus movie, you will never find out who actually wins because the moral of it is that neither win. Yeah. Because you don't want to piss off either fan base. Oh no, my fingers. Yeah. Uh, I needed them uh, to murder. <laughs> I needed them for stabbing, but not always. Also, man, sure is good that there was still so much gasoline at this derelict summer camp. Yeah. No one ever tapped the pipe or anything. Man, it all's... It... Or no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, uh, just agreeing. It's also pretty cool to actually get to see Freddy use Jason's machete, and later uh, Jason will mm -hmm. get to do the same. Yeah, you got to use each other's weapons. Of course, that's a classic thing in every team up. Ooh, that's good. I'm so glad this film wasn't PG-13. I know, right? Because you need this to actually make it cathartic and make it good. <laughs> also, a pretty good. They love images of people running with impromptu weapons in this. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Oh, Freddy got out. No, Jason went to hell, and it was the final Friday. <laughs> Didn't Freddy pull him to hell? That he did. Kidney punch. Literal kidney punch. Aha, did that without my eyes and my machete. 
Nice. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> ah, so cool. Now, I'm sure people who know a thing or two about machetes could tell me what the actual make and model is of that machete that Jason uses. Special custom. I'm guessing. Because, like, it can't possibly be the same in every movie, right? It's always got to be yeah, a little it's different. Because you could never different. find the exact one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's got, like, a hand guard. Sometimes it doesn't. No. <laughs> My best laid plans. Yeah, they're gonna make sure he's dead. Yeah. Get out on that boat, go poke the corpses. <laughs> no one ever does that in any horror movie. Well, we're good. <laughs> I'm sure everything worked out fine. <laughs> Even if I know it didn't. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we have one last little standoff, don't we? Because there's always one more thing. Mm -hmm. getting, uh, getting a lot of love for that one actress's tattoo. Again, this is the Blu-ray. I don't think I ever noticed that in the uh, standard deaf version. That was the, the compromise. No titty? Yeah. You get the, the tattoo. There you go. That's what we get. Oh, this is also a fun shot, too, because we see the pants, we see the machete, but oh, it's not who you think it is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Until one-armed Freddy. Yeah. Which is still fairly deadly. Ah, nice. Kind of feel like if, if they... Like... like if they'd gotten their way, I kind of feel like that was meant to be like, I don't know, like, Ash coming in and shooting him in the back or something. Yeah, wouldn't that be some cool shit? Or Hellraiser, I have such sights yes. to show you. Well, I think it's like one of the things where it's like their, uh, their souls go to hell and then it's like Hellraiser's waiting for them and he like mm -hmm. wraps them up in chains and shit. Mm -hmm. I say Hellraiser, I mean Pinhead, of course. I know the the Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. I think is a sequel comic. to this. Yes, because they've the, got a whole this comic. character, this woman, she's in it, and I think she dies in like the first couple of pages. Like Naturally, Jason classic. kills her or something. Yeah, I read it a long time ago. There's like a story about Esmard and like Freddy <laughs> wants to get the Necronomicon, which is at Jason Voorhees' mother's house for some reason. <laughs> just these ways, just to bend over backwards to bring these characters together. Yeah, I don't remember why Jason's mom has the Necronomicon, but she does. Yeah, she's an evil, evil woman. You know? She lived... Okay, well, no, I actually think it was something, like, it actually made more sense. Like, she got it because she wanted to bring Jason back to mm -hmm. life. And I guess because they never adequately explain how Jason is back to life. Did he not die as a child? Was he always a zombie? They never try and explain it, and that's fine. <laughs> In fact, it's better they don't explain it. I'm surprised there hasn't been, like, like some form of media where it's like, oh, we're, we're Jason here, like, we've, we've taken some of his, like, blood and, like, like stool samples and stuff <laughs> and, like, studying them to, like, see what the fuck he is. Yeah, yeah, you, you need the stool samples. That's yep. the good stuff. Yep. The pee in the cup 
and everything. And- <laughs> Again, that's why they need to do a Predators version of this where, like, a bunch of mercenaries go into Crystal Lake to try and capture Jason for science. <laughs> Again, cool shot there, too, with him coming out of the... He's always coming out of the water, right? Usually to grab mm-hmm. someone. Yep. And, oh, we got the head with the wink as they walk off for a sequel that will not get made. <laughs> Shit, I want to go read that sequel comic now, actually. <laughs> wink. <laughs> hey, maybe if they're good, uh, Freddy and Jason can show up in the Marvel Universe. I mean, if Alien and Predator can, who the <laughs> hell knows? Why, why not? I'm surprised they haven't made, like new films for them like like with especially with like all like the young new horror talent your jason mm. peels oh your jordan peels and oh yeah uh, scott derrickson's and all that for real i mean they fucking jump at it where it's like hey what yeah. what do you got you got a pitch for this do whatever you want i'm surprised i'm wondering why they haven't because it's been like this uh that that last friday the 13th film came out about 2008 nightmare film was 2010 so it's a good, been a good 10 years yeah 10, we're, we're due years. for a remake I, I guess the problem is is just no one makes slasher movies anymore that don't have a good premise like that halloween one they did well again then you just gotta change it up absolutely again we we've come up with like five premises <laughs> yeah. for how you could reboot this in the modern age and actually have it not be stupid we'll do it we'll 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 do it for cheap yeah we'll do it for peanuts so all right everyone that's the movie thank you so much for watching and listening and hey that ended up being an hour 30 which is about the length of our (laughs) podcast anyway yeah it was good Uh, yeah we really appreciate it we're glad we could deliver something kind of horror themed for halloween and uh yeah be sure to join us next week and we can uh do it all over again yeah definitely Uh, happy halloween everyone bye-bye bye